Welcome to The Creator's Mind, sharing stories of creatives, inspiring you to chase your dream. I am your host, Justin Ortiz. Today's guest is Kessel Alexander, also known as at Siberian Volk. Kessel is an iPhone-only photographer and uses his knowledge of photography to create some epic bangers. Today we talk about his highs and lows of his journey, social media, and why he chases those split-second moments. With that, let's get started. All right, Kessel, thank you so much for being on the podcast. It's been a long time in the making. We had to redo this one because the first one came out kind of shitty with all the audio and my first time starting out. So thank you for doing this again for round two, brother. No problem. <laughs> Give the listeners a little bit of a background story of where you're from, who you are, what do you do for a living? So I'm Kessel Alexander, a.k.a. Siberian Volk. I moved here from Russia uh, when I was seven. Slightly different from everybody that I was around. I never felt like I kind of fit in anywhere. Huge reason why I just kind of have a really, really small circle of like friends that I have. uh, Just because, I don't know, there's, everybody has their own way of thinking. And I think the way I think is just not a lot from like whatever, what, what the majority of people I guess think of. So ever since I was young, I've always wanted to start a clothing company. And I actually went through it and I did it by the time when I was in high school and uh, my senior year, I started a clothing company called Volk Apparel. From there, I was trying to figure out how I'm going to basically make the company bigger. And I had, a, you know, I, I was actually way more like, I guess, passionate back then than I, than I am now. And I wanted like I basically just even at like 17, uh, 19, I was doing like everything. I was running the whole website. I was designing everything. I was doing all the marketing, pretty much everything. I worked with a partner and he did the financing part of it. He basically just financed for me to do everything else, but I pretty much did everything else by pretty much creating the whole uh, company itself. Once it started not working out after like a couple years, my partner, he said that he didn't want to be part of it. So he kind of just Build out. Yeah, he just kind of just left. He didn't he he didn't see any kind of result from it and stuff like that. And I know that it takes time. Like even if it takes five years, ten years, like if you make it, you make it. Mm-hmm. But it takes time, and you have to um, you have to kind of build on that. Like not everybody's gonna have that one time where they're just gonna get everything right away. It's the my macro patience of it all. Yeah, and it, everybody has different timing. Nobody's the same. Like mm-hmm. somebody can start doing, uh, let's say, Instagram right now, and they can blow up in the next like six months. And somebody can be doing Instagram for ten years and not get anything of it. Does that mean that they are bad? No, it's just everybody has their own timing. That kind of fell off, and I started doing photography. And I started doing photography in order to build an audience so I can sell my clothes to yeah. them, which. Now, the name uh, is Siberian Volk, and the reason why the name is Siberian Volk is because uh, I came from the part of Siberia in Russia, mm-hmm. and Volk stands for wolf, which Volk apparel was uh, like wolf clothing, hence the logo is like a wolf. So I basically started doing that, and I did that for about, I think, two years, and I shot with a Canon T3i. I never really looked forward to upgrading and stuff like that. I know that uh, people told me to get like another lens or stuff like that. I, I wasn't interested in that. I just was interested in basically getting better at what I was, what I physically wanted to get, like get better, like mentally and physically wanted to get better at. And uh, 
with a photography, right? Like that. Yeah, I, that I never focused on the aspect of tools. I just, uh, like, of gear. I just f focused on the aspect of, like, how can I get better? And I remember I had a conversation with one of my friends that I used to shoot with. He told me, he's like, man, we already, like, learned pretty much everything in photography. Now it's just, like, it's our time to kind of shine. And I looked at him, and I said that, I'm literally at the top of the iceberg. I have not known anything about photography. I haven't even touched the bottom of the thing. I was like, I don't know what you know, but I know for me that I haven't even got near to what I want to be because there's so much to learn about photography. Like there's so many different topics and so many different genres that you can go into photography that it's just like, you can't master all of it. Like some people are really, really good at portraits. I don't know nothing about portraits. <laughs> I mean, I can start shooting portraits to maybe get better at it, but I know nothing about that. Same thing with car photography and stuff mm -hmm. like that. There's a lot of people who have a lot of good skills in what they do in photography. But have they reached the peak of their photography? No. Nobody will reach the peak of it. We're always learning. We're going to be constantly learning. Even if I'm get, even I'm like 80 and I'm still taking pictures, I still won't be even close to the bottom of the iceberg. It just there's so much to learn. So basically, uh, when I was doing photography with them and stuff like that their bigger i guess their bigger picture was like uh numbers and all that other stuff mm -hmm. and for me like i was i also like that fact of like you know getting followers and likes and stuff like that but in the end it wasn't so much for me to like it it wasn't the end goal for me i, I wanted to just kind of improve than what i was getting better you so, were trying to like you were trying to work on that craft aspect instead of just yeah back that numbers. yeah and and the thing is is that it's funny because out of the whole group that I was shooting with I rose up faster than they did basically I hit follow like I hit I hit 10k before they all did and as soon as I hit that I feel like they kind of just stopped wanting to hang out with me and I think that I think it got to them that like the number thing really got to them that they didn't want to hang out with me and I, I mean I was fine like they would basically go somewhere and go and venture somewhere and then I would meet up with them like to shoot one time and they're like hey why didn't you come and it's like how would I know you didn't get you never, you didn't hit up <laughs> yeah I never got the invite and it basically it, their whole it was just like a whole friend group that started and they just you know started to hang out I just was kind of like the outcast of it all which I, which again I didn't really mind because I understood that even when I was growing up I was always the outcast mm -hmm. of wherever any kind of groups that I was in, I just never felt like I fit in. So it kind of uh, really damaged me emotionally and I got like really depressed. I was also getting out of a, like a really stressful relationship too, which really got me down. And I just, I didn't really want to do, like I pretty much just didn't want to do anything. Like I just kind of stopped and I stopped doing Instagram and that's it. I think I was focusing more on the whole aspect of like, I think I was drawing and making music. I was going to the skate park a lot and just, just I was doing everything else that wasn't social media pretty much and then uh, one Christmas my brother got me this like big lens it was like for a phone and he was like oh like you know you can probably use this for your pictures and I kind of looked at him and I laughed and I was like I'm not gonna be posting pictures from your phone from my phone like <laughs> when I can post high quality pictures from my camera on my thing and uh, and it's funny because the biggest inspiration for why I started posting pictures with my phone was actually my brother because he posted all his pictures with his phone and he just did little edits here and there to just make them. It, w it wasn't so much that he was like aiming to be like best. He just took pictures with his phone and he posted it. And he said that Instagram was pretty much made to take pictures with your phone to post it. It wasn't really made to, for like cameras to yeah. be posted on. So Until like that start little hype of starting to really get up there in quality and really like, yeah and i mean topping topping. yeah and i mean definitely like why wouldn't you not want to use the best thing to show the best you know your best vision that i completely agree with that 
But I basically, you know, kind of laughed at him and I kind of didn't use the lens at all. And I just kind of put it to the side. Around that time, I was kind of adventuring a lot more. I would just go to like a bunch of abandoned places. I was doing a lot of graffiti around that time, too. And I thought to myself, I was like, why don't I just take pictures? I'm already going out. So why don't I just take pictures with my phone with this lens? Just test it out. And I remember, like, uh, I, started, I started posting a little bit more before I started to become completely committed. I think I posted, like, whenever I felt like it. I wasn't posting every day. I was just posting, like, maybe once, like, three times a week or something like that. Just whatever I had that I took, and I just posted it. I wasn't, again, looking at the like aspect of it and stuff. One day it kind of came to me, and I just told myself, I was just like, I'm just going to post pictures with my phone. Every day, no matter where I go, I'm just going to take pictures. I'm going to build a little portfolio so I have pictures to post every day. And then just go out, you know, once or twice a week and take as many pictures as I want. Because, like, for me, when I went out to spots and I shot with friends, uh, with my friends and stuff, they would only take one picture out of the whole trip. Like, one or two pictures. And for me, I would take out 15 images from that so I would be like, I can't just use one image. I would want to use He's all a, of them. They're yeah. all good. Like, in my in my eyes, I thought that they were all good. So I was just like... You can use all 15 instead of just use one. Of yeah, the because I would just always... I would never stand in one spot. I, I know that there are a lot of things that, like, you see a classic shot, you want to take it, you know, and that's it. And that's fine. Like, if you if I see a shot that I get inspired, well, I'll go there and I'll take that shot. Does not mean I'm going to post it, but I'll, I'll get that shot. And then I'll walk around every inch of the location to find something new that I haven't seen anywhere. Even maybe, like I said, great minds think alike. So somebody might have taken that same shot or had the same idea or something like that. But majority of the time, it's usually not because people usually just what they see, they take. They don't mm. like to walk around. And I was watching a lot of videos on YouTube way before then. When Is that I, how you kind of learned a little more photography? Yeah, because I was watching photography, uh, like other photographers and stuff like that, and they said, when you're taking pictures, don't take like six pictures in one spot. Take one picture and move. Take another picture and move. Like move, run and gun it. Pretty move, much. move two feet to the right or move two feet to the left. Like you need to keep moving. You can't take this because basically what happens is you come home and you have 500 pictures of the same location that barely you moved anywhere, and you pick out the best one out of that. Understandable, but like that whole day just kind of went to waste. Like, you only got one shot from one location. Yeah, like and once. yeah, and that's it. And it's just like, and then people complain about how they don't have enough shots, or they they don't have enough time to take pictures. Well, if you just walk around, you get so much different perspective on how you shoot. When you go out and you shoot at new locations, you see things you've never ever seen mm -hmm. before. Like you would just never think about it. And you're like, this has been here this <clears> whole time, and I've never thought about shooting it. Like for instance, uh, I got a a barbed wire shot with the Bay Bridge, which is literally right next to the fire station. Yeah. I have never thought about that until I took one barbed wire shot and it did pretty well for me. And I was like, oh, I want to take some more of these. I just want to yeah, take Yeah, you're taking that. a lot of those. <laughs> yeah, and it, and it happened to be the whole thing. It became like a series of mine. Yeah. And I didn't realize, but one time I was just, where I was just on the pier and I was walking by and I see this barbed wire right perfectly with the Bay Bridge. And I, I just got up and I looked at it and it was so perfectly centered that I just was like, I walked by this spot. Like I literally skated by that spot like, almost for like two years and I've never ever noticed it until I started to like actually open my eyes and see like new locations and I was and really, like yeah I was like wow and now when I look around I've not realized how much barbed wire there's all over everywhere it's <laughs> everywhere it's like every location I go to I was like there's it's barbed so, wire somewhere yeah there's so much there's so much there so I kind of like looked at that aspect of just kind of moving around and taking more pictures 
and yeah, and then I wasn't really, it was funny because I wasn't really focusing on numbers at that time. And I actually looked at my uh, my stats in the beginning of 2018, <clears throat> and it took me two months to gain 200 followers. It took me so long to gain anything. Mm-hmm. I had no traction, had probably like 10 to 15 comments, and that's with me replying. So yeah. that's like seven comments from people. But I catered to those people. Basically, the people that commented on my pictures and the people that believed in me, those are the people that I appreciated the most because mm-hmm. those are the people that stuck with me. And till this day, I've had some people that comment every single day on my picture. I post every day. So for me, like even... The content if, on that is still amazing, by the way, how much you have yeah, to and, like keep on posting. <laughs> and, and the thing is, is that like, um, I'm just... I don't, I don't understand how some people that literally comment every day. Like, I know that it's like, there's a lot of pe- things that people go through and a lot of things that people are busy and stuff like that. But it's just like, I have people from like 2015 still commenting on my pictures daily from that time. They, from the time when I started posting with my Canon T3i to the point where I'm with my iPhone now, they went through all of that and they're still commenting and they still see beauty that I don't even see in my pictures, they will point out. And I'm, and it makes me want to go out and take better pictures. Like, not for the aspect of just like myself, but also I just want to improve in order to kind of give better content to my followers, you know? Like, they got me to where I am now. So I, yeah. I feel like I gotta work even harder to give them better content. So with that, working harder, and that transitioning to the DSLR, why stick with an iPhone? Because you're, because everyone says it's Photoshop, but you're just really good at timing. You're really good at capturing that timing. Yeah. And with getting better in like everything else, well, how is having an iPhone challenging you to do that versus having a DSLR? Well, see, the thing is, is that the perfect timing comes with having camera at the right time, wherever you are. Mm-hmm. So, if I'm driving from school, and I see a sunset. Majority of the time, I don't have my camera with me. And if I do, that means I have to pull over and get it out of my trunk. That means I have to turn it on. That means I have to wait for it to load, wait for it to focus. I have to find the right right image. And that takes five, ten minutes. The moment's gone. You, The moment is there. The moment is literally seconds. Like, it's not... And that's why when the sunset happens or the sunrise happens, stuff like that, I try to take pictures within every one-minute increment of all the light. Because the light changes really, really fast, and you, it, the colors change really, really fast. And usually for me, I like to like kind of bracket my shots, so I will take a bunch of different shots, in this, and not usually in the same location, but just move around a, in a different color base. So when I come in to edit, uh, and I try to do something like that, I have a variety of different colors and variations because the colors change as the sky burns or whatever stuff like it they the colors are always going to be different they're not going to stay the same like regardless of how people edit and stuff like that if you I take a picture 10 minutes bef- like 10 minutes when the sunrise is happening and then 10 minutes after the sunrise is happening the colors are going to be completely different some are going to be either really orange or they're going to be very pastel or it, it there's just so much variety to it so I kind of like took advantage of that and having the whole phone aspect of me shooting in that is that I have flexibility of wherever I go I don't mm-hmm. have to ever think about having a camera I don't have to think about carrying this stuff like that I you have it on you yeah I have a Sony uh, that I bought in the beginning of the year and I've literally used it three times 
I went to uh, L.A. and I brought it with me because I thought I was going to be shooting a lot with more with it for, like, night. Because there's a lot, a lot basically, in L.A., you shoot more, like, trails and stuff yeah. like that. I didn't take any pictures of my Sony. I literally put up my iPhone on a tripod and I took pictures with my, with my phone on my tripod with, like, long exposures. How did you use that? Do you have an app? Yeah, there's an app. Uh, okay. It's like it's called uh, Shutter Slow. Mm-hmm. I think it's only like two dollars, but it. I just I don't know why I just. It was so funny because even uh, my friend Resh, he was just like, "Well, what's the point of you bringing this if you're not even going to use it?" And I <laughs> and I said, "I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't know why I brought it because honestly, I didn't really use it at all. And I took some portrait shots of um, when we went to this one location and. Like, yeah, they came out really, really nice and smooth and stuff like that. But I also took portrait shots with my iPhone and they also came out good. And I was just like, well, uh, you know, like it's the thing is for me is that I never really kind of focused on the whole aspect of just spending money in order to get like a better picture. I've thought to spend more time learning to get that better picture. Like it's totally like opposite of some people. Yeah. And and, yeah. And so like. When you shoot with a DSLR, you can completely underexpose your image and bring everything back. Mm-hmm. I don't have that flexibility. I with, with when I shoot with JPEG, especially, and I shot with RAW on my iPhone. But what happens is it's so grainy to the point that I don't even want to use the picture because even shooting raw on an iPhone, you have a lot of flexibility also. But when you start bringing up the shadows, you can see that grain. you can see it's literally like sand compared to if I <laughs> shoot with uh, just JPEG. It's very, it's just, I can smooth all that out and you can't really tell. Like it just looks very, very smooth because I've learned certain techniques of how to edit the photo properly in order for me to save everything and make it look pretty much close to uh, a high-end camera. Like, and that's why a lot of people always ask me like, oh, like is all your content iPhone only? And I said, yeah, yeah. because like it just took time. Like you scroll down all the way down to like when I started shooting in like March or March, 2017, when I started shooting everything, my pictures were really bland. Like the edits were really bland, but I learned, I've watched so many videos. I've, I follow so many people that do different edits and do some, I just get inspired by looking at how they do it. And then I try to figure out how I can do that because it's not, it's not impossible. It's all very possible. It's just, it's like how, how much time are you going to put into it? Mm-hmm. So it's like that instant gratification that people just want. Yes. You know? So it's like for me it's it's like if I want it more than you, I'm going to work 200 times more than you will. And that means I'll put in more work. Like I means I want it more. And so I had somebody I had a somebody wrote like some rant about uh, their story or on their story they wrote some rant about how people need to stop focusing on like just pumping out like pictures constantly every single day and posting it's like nobody has the time to post like high quality images all the time i responded to that person <laughs> what uh, you say? with five words and i said not everyone's the same if i want to work harder at something if i want to put in my all effort into it and if this is all i have i can do crazy amazing anybody can do it like mm-hmm. there's it's it's for instance, like uh, one of my one of my good friends, uh, Paul, which you know, Paul Clark. Yeah, in the beginning of the year, he started out with like fifteen hundred people. Like when he's when he when I actually started following him, he started following me. I think that's why, when we first linked up too. Yeah, he took me out. Why Why is Paul doing better than ninety percent of everybody who's on IG right now? Why? Because he wants it more than everybody else. He Be- takes the time. He puts in the work. 
and he actually engages with the community as what the platform is supposed to be. Yeah, you have people who are willing to comment on your picture and say things and you just brush them off like you don't care. And then you have the nerve to call other people out and saying like, oh, other people like doing this and, and buying and doing stuff like that. And it's just like, nobody has the time for that. And even if you do like... I got the money for that because they're all buying gear. <laughs> yeah, no, even that. But I'm just saying like, even if they are buying followers and likes and stuff like that, what's the point of all that? You're literally defeating the purpose of what you're trying to do, which is if you're, if you're basically, if you're really focused on the whole aspect of numbers and stuff like that, then why don't you just buy a million followers? Yeah. Why don't you spend that extra? Why don't you spend all that money on buying that and kind of focus on that aspect of it? You know what I mean? Like for me, I I like the journey of having my pictures go up and down. I don't have pictures that all do really really well. They don't. I have literally the month right now, the month of January, majority of my pictures are doing really bad. Mm -hmm. Am I gonna sit back and cry about it and say that oh I'm gonna give up on Instagram and Instagram algorithm and stuff like that? No, I'm not. I don't believe that that my Inst my pictures are bad even even the pictures that i post that do really really bad a lot of people say that that's their favorite picture compared to the pictures that do 10k to plus people don't say anything about those yeah they do really well but i don't understand why they do better you know like, well i actually do understand like i understand how certain things are, co are compositioned and stuff like that but again like i'm not going to be posting just constantly like only shots like that in order to just have that like you know just to kind of like because i know the formula of how to you know get likes and how to get followers and how to get like that because majority of my followers and likes come from are just my pictures i don't even like i don't get such big features like as yeah. as a lot of people like i get features but i don't get followers from those features majority of the time i just get, get featured you know so i kind of focus more on the aspect of just like pictures rather than like you know like anything else it, yeah it it's really kind of like your art so it's just like for me is like i've i always wanted to focus on that more on in anything that i do i try to focus on more on the aspect of how can i be original original and creative and uh, stand out from everybody else That's so understanding that like when you're repeating shots like oh, let's say for everything i like the um, barbaria shot or like going to the same location like yes the bay area has a lot of great landscapes and it can get old so how do you feel like you got to rejuvenate that creative block if you had one from just because you're excessively going out and you're just putting in so much work? Have you felt that before? Oh, I, uh, I've actually, it was crazy because one time uh, we, I went out with uh, Resh and we went to go to the city and we went to go shoot a Chinatown. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, it killed me, the fact that, well, actually, it, it was a two-way two street. It actually made me super happy and it killed me because... The reason why it made me super happy is because my friend Resh, he was getting all the perfect shots. He was getting all the shots that he wanted. And it just, it actually made me so happy for him because sometimes I'll shoot, sometimes we'll shoot and stuff like that. And he just, he has that creative block where he doesn't, you know, it doesn't go anywhere. And it kind of brings me down because I'm like really connected with the people that I'm like care for. Mm -hmm. So for instance, if like, if he's down, I'm going to be down, you know? If he's having a great time, I'm going to have a great time. And that same day when we were in Chinatown, I got nothing. I, I, every shot that I took, it was just, I couldn't get anything. And I was just thinking to myself, like, this sucks. Like, I, I, why am I doing so bad right now, you know? And, but the thing is, is that it doesn't mean that just because I did bad on that day, that I'm going to do bad the next day. Because literally that's, that same week, I think it was that same week or the week after, I went to go shoot with Apollo. 
Dubs, I think. Right? Yeah, I saw him around. Yeah. I saw him on Instagram. And uh, we went to go to the most basic spot that uh, pretty much everybody's been to. Is It's right next to the pier with uh, the Bay Bridge with, like, like people take with, like, the rope and stuff. I don't, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so we went there, and I've been there multiple times, and I've never found anything there. Like, I've just never found anything there that I could shoot because it's so bland. Like, there's not really much there. I don't know why, but in that time when we were there, I just figured to put up the rope in a circle and take a picture of it. And that picture went, like, that picture kind of, like, went viral for me. Which, again, I don't know how, and that's the thing. It's like, if I just go out, if I just push myself, even, 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 if, I don't, even if I don't get anything, even if I go out and I shoot 100 pictures and none of those pictures I get out, I practiced. Mm-hmm. That's a huge thing. It's practice. <clears throat> it doesn't. You don't have to ne- initially get a shot all the time. You might not even get a shot. You might go out in the perfect time with perfect lighting conditions and everything. You get nothing. It's like that glacier aspect we were talking about. You only see ten percent of it, and like ninety percent of all you de- dealt with, no one else sees. And I feel like, and I feel like once the whole number game comes up and the whole likes games, everybody starts focusing that aspect that they can't post like bad quality images mm-hmm. or meaning or like they can't post what they want anymore because they know that that's not going to do well it's like that stress of it now it's and like, now they're basically pushing themselves back instead of going forward they're taking two steps back instead of going forward because how so? in, in order to improve you have to do what you want but if you're doing something that you know basically like the formula if you know that it's just going to work you're going to only focus on that. So you never focus on how to get better yourself creatively, meaning that you don't grow your mind. You don't grow. You just focus on just putting out the, con- the content that you know is just going to do well. So for me, it's like I know content is going to do well, and I have that con- content sitting. I post it once or twice a week of like really, really good shots that I have, and then I post shots that I love to take and things that I frame. Even though they're going to do a thousand likes or under or more or stuff like that, it doesn't matter. It, it, you only improve of understanding how you get better as a person. That's why for me, when I'm being in the Bay Area and shooting, it's hard because everybody does the same thing. Mm-hmm. And the thing with that is, is that it just gets so boring and annoying. Yeah. And a lot of people ask me, well, why don't you follow, uh, what's it called, a lot of people? Because What's that? because a lot, lot of uh, a lot of the people that I, right now literally the oh, only people, follow oh, follow a lot. yeah like follow like so I follow like 130 people I think yeah or a little bit under no, that yeah we talked about that when I first met you it was like what made me really like it was the fact that you were saying you follow 130 people not because like but you give them that attention because they've been with you like the ride or die yeah you know? and it's not it's that it's those people and it's also the people uh, that a like I said inspire me but also people that I personally know there's some people that i haven't met that i follow but they inspire me regardless of they think they do they don't i don't follow people just because i don't you know what i mean like i just follow whoever i want i don't i'm very selective for me it's just uh, like when i follow somebody it's usually because like i see something in them so i just kind of i want to support them and i want to i want to give them that thing but if they don't push on by doing that i guess or like push on by improving or getting better and they're just doing the same thing as everybody else is doing, mm-hmm. I have no reason to follow you. I can see your content, I can like your content, but... You don't have to follow you. But, yeah. But, follow them. Yeah, and the thing is that I think a lot of big thing that people also get behind is the whole, like, social media is basically, it's just, it's just a virtual thing. It's a little change of pace on photography and Instagram. Like, let's talk a little bit more about you. 
in a sense of being self-aware and knowing your strengths and like going all in on those strengths and improve those weaknesses. So it's the thing for me is that um, kind of photography became the outlet for me mm-hmm. of, uh, I guess, my depression or just how I felt. It actually made me more depressed in a point of time because of the whole aspect of like numbers and friends mm-hmm. and groups and all that. It it actually pushed me even further down the hole instead of bringing me up from what I initially wanted to. And I think that whole aspect came from jealousy, came from envy and just wanting something that somebody else had. Like compare myself to all these people, which none of us, we're all individuals. We're all different. Nobody is the same. Regardless if you even take pictures that are closer, same to somebody else's person, your vision is different. And I would always compare myself to others before I like finally understood that like I'm different. Like right now I'm not worried about like I don't look over my shoulder and being like, oh like this person's on the come up, he's about to pass me up. I don't look at that aspect because I feel like I reached the point where I'm in competition with myself. I'm not in competition with anybody else anymore. So I'm only trying to better myself. I basically I started this saying this whole thing is that good work never goes unnoticed. Mm-hmm. So People are watching, and people are always seeing. Yeah, and everyone's everyone's always watching. And someone's I know, looking. and I know that if I stopped posting, one at least one person is just gonna get upset that they're not gonna see my photos. Because I know that I, my photos will make a difference for somebody else, and it's the same thing for anybody else who takes pictures. Their pictures make a difference for some human being out there that they don't understand. Like somebody can be struggling with something, but seeing your picture or seeing what you said or seeing what you posted will lift them up mm-hmm. that day. And it's the same for me. Sometimes I'll see something and it just lifts me up completely. And I'm just like, wow, like that, I really needed that. Nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so like that big strength that for you was like, just knowing that your work means something. You're worth, you and me and everybody else, we're all worth something. We're not, we're not worthless. None of us is. No matter what you do or something like that, we're all worth something. And all of us can make a difference. One person can make a huge difference. And it's just how you set your mind. And if you, if you block your mind, basically, from getting to the next step, you put, you put a physical wall in front of you, well, you put that up. Nobody else put that up. People can say negative things to you. And if you believe in that, you yeah. put that wall up for yourself. And you're not going over that wall. Yeah. Nobody can stop you. You can do whatever you want. And if you really believe in it, it will happen. It's like ignoring that noise and saying, I'm just going to focus on my shit. The only person who's stopping us is ourselves. Yeah. Nobody else is stopping you. Why be, why be put in a box when you can just walk right outside the yeah. line? There's, there's literally four lines. You could just step outside of it. But like, people decide to be like, well, no, I like, I'm told to be in here. It's like the pressure of like everyone around them. And like, you now social media doesn't even help out. It's like that work, you know? It's like work saying you have to, like, even some school, it's like you have to work in a, a job that works nine to five where you have to act a certain way for people to like you, but it's like, dude, like, it's the limitation you put on yourself, like, I could be who the hell I want to be and still be great. <sighs> Damn, that's why I love fucking talking to you, bro. <laughs> okay, so, probably the last few questions would be time. How do you feel right now, like, everything you're doing with work, life, photography, how do you balance your time, and why is time so important to you? So I lost a lot of time, yeah, and I still lose time because I don't um, 
plan out things correctly. Mm -hmm. The only, when I want something, I think that's when I really, really plan out things. So for instance, like for me doing photography, like I don't shoot as much as everybody else shoots. Like there's people that go out like on trips and stuff like that. I haven't gone anywhere. I literally am just in Bay Area. I don't go anywhere. Like I just feel like I'm, I'm just stuck here. And like I could, you know, spend money to go and, and fly out somewhere, but even that like I don't make that much money for me to do that so it's it's like for me I'm just using things to my advantage so if I can't go anywhere I'm only gonna try to get improved to be better where I am you know what I mean so it's like if I go to New York or I go somewhere else I feel like I will get more fresh content and it's definitely gonna spark a new you know new ambition in me but with like time wise I think for me I I plan everything meaning for for photography wise I have like a week to two weeks set. Mm -hmm. So I'm not worried about those two weeks, meaning I have two weeks of photos set, ready to go and stuff like that. So when I go out and I shoot uh, today or tomorrow or something like that, that's just content that I'm building, building up, up. For, for the next week or for the next thing. And I switch all that around. So meaning like maybe something that's coming up today, let's say I took a <coughs> shot, it, the shot that I took today will probably go up, you know, if I feel like it's good enough for me to go up or if it fits into what I'm going to be posting. If not, then it will be, you know, some pictures that I took like half a year ago and they go up just now. So if I, if I have content to post, I'll never have bad content because I already have content <laughs> ready to go. I spend as much as time I need for my pictures and I try not to go overboard. I try not to overlook it. If I did an edit and the edit was really, really nice, majority of the time when I go back and I try to re-edit it, it sucks. It will never look the same as I did it the first time. I don't know why. So, like, even spending too much time on something is not good. Practice is key, and you can only get better by practicing. Mm -hmm. You'll only grow by being different. Put more time into, let's say, edits. I'll put more time into how to compose shots. I'll take more time into just studying and figuring out, like, how can I get better or how can I improve, you know, instead of sitting there and just dwelling on the fact that, like, I'm nothing and that's it. Like, I can't get any better. And that's not true. Damn. Practice is key. Practice is key. So second to last question mm -hmm. would be community and how that is, had impact you, impacted you with photography and life and being involved in that creative community. And why is it so important to make sure you're involved in person instead of just on a screen, but being involved in that creative community? Um, I think uh, on screen... And in person is a two, uh, it's a huge different thing because uh, when you communicate with somebody like face to face and you see their emotions and you see how passionate and dedicated this person is, your whole view on their artwork changes. When you see somebody on a screen, regardless of how well they're doing something or, or stuff like that, you might not understand the person. But when you meet them, and it, it just changes your whole view, regardless of their better than somebody else or the worst than somebody else, your whole view on that person changes. So when I met a lot of the people from my community, um, I grew a lot of respect for a lot of these people because of how, how they view things and how they see things through the lens or basically what's, what's the end goal for them. Because pictures, pictures and, uh, and just seeing things, like I said, like social media, that's only one. That's only very, very small. We only see 10% of the actual person. When you meet the person, you talk to the person, you actually get to know the person like deep down. It makes a whole big difference to now how you see what their pictures like. Because I have probably have a lot of people who think that, you know, I Photoshop my pictures. 
because there's some pictures that are almost impossible to say that like there's no way you took that but when you know me and you get to know me and you see me in action and you see how I take these pictures you understand that it's all possible and I think that's the huge thing for me and I think the biggest reason why I'm so drawn to photography is that capturing that one moment that specific moment that it's just almost like a tent like like a split second and not everybody can get that you know it takes a very very like very like long patience to get like takes a lot of patience basically to get that specific shot and when you understand how much work goes into it and, and how much your view for photography changes instead of just going taking a picture and that's it or actually waiting for a certain exact moment for like a bird to fly by right perfectly or or something to pass by perfectly or or just getting something right there right at that moment it will change how you see photography it just changed me i mean i that's all i want to do now is i want to just capture images that are mind-blowing i want to take pictures where it makes people be like there's no way there's just no way you got that picture it's like fake like you yeah this is this is fake (laughs) and i want to have the thing is it's like no it's real I went out there, I sat there, I waited there, and I got it. I watched the uh, Peter McKinnon uh, shot where he did the bucket. Yeah, the bucket, bucket list, shot. yes. I saw that one too. It, uh, it almost <clears throat> made me tear up. And I think it made me tear up so much just because he spent all this time for this one shot. He had such a small window for this one and shot he, that he wanted to yeah. get, and he got it. And that's what really photography is about. So when he's seen <clears throat> that with his own eyes, picture is picture. But it will be with his with himself for for the rest of his life. Like it won't, it nobody can take that away from him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He got the picture. He has it, but he also will have it always, always, forever, being there and witnessing and seeing that beauty with his own eyes. That's why I'm so drawn to sunsets and sunrises because it's basically like almost like a drug. Like, and I think that's the only drug that I'm like, like basically going forward towards. Is I I will stop. And I will just look at a yeah. sunset, regardless of where I am, just to wait till it goes away. Just seeing something that no one else. And some see. people don't take. And I didn't. I didn't, I didn't <clears throat> used to be like that. I didn't look at. The, I didn't look at sunsets like that. I didn't cherish them until there's now because they're always different. They're always new. They're every everything is just it, it. It's such a beauty that it only happens. It happens, you know, in the morning and in the sunset time. So it's just like. I don't know. For me, I, I just think that that's the only thing that really kind of brings happiness to me. Like, that's the only thing that really puts a smile on my face. Like, I could be wherever I am, but if I get to see a sunset, it will just change my mood completely. I can go from being completely upset to being the happiest I've ever been. Damn. So, I'm going to wrap it up with one last question because you said one, all these amazing points. Is that, <clears throat> to everyone listening, you normally get the same questions, that advice to people just starting or wanting to start something new? If you're starting something new, I think the biggest aspect that you wanna focus on is that why are you starting? How are you gonna stand out? What are you gonna do to stand out? And are you willing to put in more work than everyone else in order to make a difference? If you can't follow those three or four rules or something like that, don't even bother because you you will basically give up and i've seen it too many times that people just give up because they don't have those certain things that they're focusing on so it's just like they don't know why they started 
They don't know why they're doing, you know, what they're doing. They don't know why, how they're going to stand out or stuff like that. And a lot of people say that, hey, like, I live in a location, there's nothing there. Well, I follow Brian Adam C. Mm -hmm. He's a huge uh, photographer from uh, Arizona. They have, like, really crazy sunsets out there, but there's not really much to shoot out there. It's not like we live here in San Francisco and there's a whole bunch of urban stuff and Mm -hmm. just anything that you want is right here at the top. Like, he went from 50K to 600K because he made his own lane and he did things that people weren't doing you know what i mean he he basically took pictures of his wife he did crazy edits he composed certain shots that you know what i mean like he set up and stuff like that because he wanted it he because that's just what he is like his his thing so it it stood out from everybody else there's nobody else is doing pretty much the same way as, as what he's doing because he created his own lane so that's why he blew up faster than everybody else in the same kind of genre that you know, taking same sunset or, or kind of like edits or stuff like that. He did it better than everybody else because he wanted it more. He knew what he wanted and he stood out. And it's the same where I am. Why am I doing? Because I know what I want. I have something that stands out and I'm just wanting to basically perfect that and, and only get better at that, you know, like basically just improve that. If you can't, if you don't know any of those steps, if you don't realize that, then there's no point because you're going to give up. And a lot of the times is that people who start, they might not have love for photography until they understand what they're doing, you know, and they practice and they try to understand. Then they they can get better than me, you know. Just because I'm doing it, just because I've been doing it for 10 years, somebody can do it for a year and they can be better than I am because they want it more. Because they are so much different from what they're doing because they figure it out. That's why there's always so much room. There's just... There's ridiculous amount of room for everyone, but people put themselves in this little, little box of like 100 people or 200 people, <laughs> and they think that they now they're, you know, they have to better all these people, where you don't have to better anybody. You just have to be better than yourself. You basically have to just better yourself. Like, how much better are you going to be than somebody else? How much better are you going to, like, how much more of a difference are you going to make than somebody else? If you don't, not going to do that, if you don't really care, if you're just posting pictures just because you want, you know, an extra few likes just quit it's not gonna last and i'm doing it not for that i'm doing it because this is just who i am like this is just my life it's just my passion that's why i don't want to do anything else i just want to basically live off taking pictures and that's it and i want to just travel and see and things like that i don't care for anything else i don't like looking for money i'm not looking for anything i know that i need that in order to survive in order for me to live and have Mm -hmm. food and have a family but if i can just get that bare minimum money to do that i will do that so i can just pursue what i want to do and that's just take pictures and get in those shots and with that that's end of the interview (laughs) dude thank you so much for being honest for round two man thank you for the time man i appreciate it no problem man thanks for having me (laughs) yes and we are I just want to say thank you that everyone that listened to the podcast it means so much to me if you have a favorite interview please share it to the creative community your voice is everything if you want to chat with me or have a recommendation of a creative to interview hit me up on my instagram at the creator's mind underscore until then talk to y'all soon